Hello and welcome to the Ditch the Diet podcast. I'm Kerry Williams and today we're talking about getting crystal clear on your goals and why these are important to you. So let's start with a little bit of an overview as to why this might be important. I was talking to a client recently who's been having quite a challenging time. She's got quite a lot going on in her life uh, and she's working towards an event and wanting to lose some weight and she's also finding it really, really hard to be consistent with the food protocol that she has set for herself. And when we have these challenging times, it can be hard for us to connect into the bigger why, the real reason that we're actually doing this. So by examining what you actually really want from your weight loss goal and why this is really, really important to you, it can really help when we go and through these challenging times, when we're tempted by food that we might see when we're out and about or someone offers us something that we usually would say yes to, maybe you get offered a croissant or you get offered a piece of cake and usually you'd say yes because it's a polite thing to do. In these times, if you know with absolute clarity why you're doing what you're doing and why this is absolutely important to you, to you and it means that you're absolutely committed to reaching that goal, then you're going to feel a lot more confidence in navigating that challenge at that point in time. So this can be really helpful to manage our cravings when these challenges come up. But also, if you're able to connect in to that new version of you and what she's going to be like once she attains that goal, you'll be able to draw wisdom from her. Have you ever heard of the phrase, fake it until you make it? So that can be a really, really wonderful way to uh, actually manifest a new version of yourself as you're going through your weight loss journey. So if you know what the new version of yourself will be like and why this is really important to her, then if you have challenges as well, you can actually start to draw wisdom from that version of yourself and think, well, what would the uh, version of me who is in her right size body actually do in this situation? How would she eat? How would she move her body? How would she make decisions about what she does day to day? And if you can start drawing upon that wisdom and kind of faking it until you make it, before you know it, you're going to be actually practicing these new habits and these new ways of being that are actually going to help your body to restabilize and go back into whatever the normal uh, size is for your body shape or your body frame, I should say. So, that's why I feel it's really, really important to get absolute clarity around why you're doing what you're doing and why this is really important to you. And the other thing you can do is to actually think about what might actually uh, be challenging for you on this journey to becoming a new version of yourself that's in a new body, that's doing potentially different things with her life, or certainly she's eating and drinking in a different way. So um, if you understand where those challenges might come up and what your kind of old habits are, then you can forward plan and have an idea about how you might try and act in those situations. So again, you're able to draw wisdom from your future self where you've already achieved that goal. So today I'm going to be talking you through uh, a process uh, that I ask my clients to do when we work on this. It's a bit of a journaling exercise and I find that journaling or at least just getting a piece of paper and just free writing can be so 
um, so rewarding. I mean, it's amazing what comes out on the page when you actually put pen to paper. I know that some people, you know, don't necessarily connect with journaling and they they don't always find it easy to do. So it might be that you want to take this uh, suggested exercise and actually do it in a way that works for you. So some people might record an audio or, you know, they might um, do a kind of video or something like that on their phone, just some kind of way to actually explore what's going on in your mind so that you can get clarity around what you want, why you want it, and what the potential blocks are that you may face along the way. Okay, so let's talk about the first step, which is knowing what your goal is. So it might be that you have a goal to be a certain size. Um, It might be that you have a goal to be a certain dress size. You might have a goal to be a certain weight. So what you can do is answer the question, so what is my goal? And write down what what that is, if it is a numerical value, or maybe it's even uh, a size in terms of your waist. So if you've got a measuring tape out, maybe it's your waist size, maybe it's your hip size, maybe it's your bust size. Have a think about what your goal is and why is this important to you. Or it may be that you've got a pair of jeans or a dress in your cupboard and you want to actually wear that again. So maybe that's your goal, which is perfectly fine. The next step is to think about why is this important to you? Why do you actually want to invest this time, this energy into actually learning how to be a different version of yourself so that you can attain this goal? Because that's really what we're doing at the end of the day. We're training ourselves in actually living in a different way and making different choices and creating new habits so that we can lose weight and get to whatever our goal is. And it's really important to know why would that even be important to you? You might have some um, kind of big whys around this in terms of your health. So maybe you've had a diagnosis and maybe it's important to you to lose this weight because you want to ensure that you're looking after your health for the future. So that might be an example of something uh, like a big why um, in terms of weight loss. Maybe it's that you've noticed some niggly uh, kind of um, symptoms that have been going on and and you're pretty sure it might be connected to your weight. So for me, when I was 92 kg, I was getting a lot of joint pain and I was getting so much fatigue. And what I actually started noticing through my fatigue as well was that my muscles seemed to be getting really, really weak. And I did go to yoga. Um, That was really the only exercise that I could do when I was at that that stage um, of of my weight, um, of my weight gain, I guess, is the journey at that point. Um, Yeah, so I wasn't really able to to do a lot at the gym and I was just going to yoga classes and even they were exhausting me. And I was actually finding that I was getting very, very weak. And so I was getting really worried. I was thinking, why am I losing strength? And I knew it was related to my weight because I wasn't able to really exercise my body and I wasn't actually nourishing my body in a way that was affording me um, greater health. So for me personally, that was something that was very important to me. I wanted more energy. I wanted more strength. And I wanted to to just be able to operate day to day with much better energy and clarity of mind. So maybe you've got something similar like that. Have a think also about your family and your loved ones. Um, Maybe your romantic partner. Is it important for you in relation to them? So I'm not saying that you should take other people's viewpoints. For instance, if someone has a view that you should be a certain weight, you don't have to take that on board as well at all. What I'm saying in this realm is maybe you want to create 
um, a healthier version of yourself so that you're able to play with your kids, so you've got energy for your children, so that you've got more longevity, um, so so that you're able to participate more. Um, you know, it might be a goal around that for you. So think about how do you want to be in relation to your loved ones? Do you want to live a long and healthy life? Are you worried about getting um, some kind of lifestyle-related illness later in life? So perhaps it's important for you to be looking after your health so that you can be present and um, be in relationship with your loved ones. So that might be something that's important to you. It might be something that's career-related, so if you're in a career or a business where you need to be visible, this is something that I hear a lot and I've certainly experienced this for myself, um, it might be that it's important for you to feel confident to be visible. If you need to create videos or if you need to do uh, lives on Facebook or social media as part of your business, it might be important for you to feel um, you know, healthier and more confident in your body if you're not feeling that way right now. It might be that you're in a career where you do a lot of public speaking or you might be in a health-related discipline like I was where it felt important to me to at least be displaying an authentic version of, and that's not the right word that I'm looking for, um, it might be important for you to feel and look healthy, whatever version that might look like for you so that you feel inauthenticity in your work. So have a think about how does this relate to your work? How does this relate to your career? Why is this potentially important to you in that area? And that's not to say it does have to be important to you in that area, but these are just ideas for you to explore and see how this might relate in your life. And the second thing I would encourage you to have a think about is thinking about when you get to this goal, whatever that might be, how are you going to feel when you attain this? What is it going to feel like inside? So think about that future version of yourself who's already attained that goal and she's whatever size that you've put down as your goal. How does she actually feel inside? Does she feel more confident in her body? Does she generally feel happier? Um, is she a little bit more sociable? Is she a little bit more bubbly? Is she just generally happier day to day? Now, this is an interesting one because it can surface what you actually are wanting to feel. And the thing about feelings is that if we're manifesting something new and we're actually looking to create something new, we're actually looking to reach a new goal, the challenge is to actually draw those feelings into the now. So if you can connect with how you you think you're going to feel when you achieve that goal that you uh, wrote down in the first part, then you can actually think, well, okay, I want to feel happy. I want to feel confident in my body. Maybe you want to feel sexy. Maybe you want to feel like you're sociable, like you, you want to go out and, and just be confident in social settings. So the challenge is how can you create that feeling right now? How can you create that self-love that you think that you might achieve once you've actually got that goal? Because the, the funny thing is that it doesn't happen retrospectively. We can't get to our goal and then feel different because if you're not feeling that way, then you're going to potentially sabotage your goals. It's going to be very, very hard to reach that goal if you don't feel good about it in, in the first place. So it's really, really interesting to actually drill down into um, how do you think you're going to feel when you actually attain that? And then think about how can I create that feeling inside me right now? So let's take an example. Maybe you want to feel more confident in yourself. 
and you you want to feel great wearing you know a certain style of dress or something like that well maybe you can go out and find a lovely dress right now in the size that you are right now and maybe you can wear that out on an occasion now and feel more confident and love the feeling that you've got in that dress right now maybe you'll put some lipstick on you'll do your hair nicely and you'll feel confident and sexy and attractive right now and that is going to help spur on your motivation and your desire to keep going towards your goal because that's the feeling that you're trying to get anyway Okay, so the next thing I I recommend uh, you have a look into is thinking about this new version of yourself. So you know the, the goal, you know why it's important, and you know how she's going to feel. So what about this new version of you? What is she actually like? What does she wear? What does she say? How does she act in life? So you might think about the big um, life areas. How does she... Um, how are things different with her work? Does she work in a different place? Does she have a different job? Does she operate in a different way? Has she taken on new projects or responsibilities? In business, has she created a new business? Is she doing something a little bit different in her business? Is she being more visible? Is she selling a new program? Maybe there's some big changes in business because there's a perception that the confidence with the new body shape will actually uh, provide the opportunity to create those changes in business. So sometimes this can feel like a block. So have a think about this new version of yourself. What's she going to be like in work? What's she going to be like in business if you're running your own business? And what about love? Is there any change in love life? If you're already in a relationship, what is she going to be like, that version of yourself, the future version of you? What will she be like in relationship with your partner? Or if you're single at the moment, will she be going on dates with people? Um, How is she going to feel and act? What is she going to dress like? What what is her makeup going to be like? What's her hair going to be like? What's she going to be like with her friends? Does she have different friends? Does she see her existing friends more? So have a think about the big areas of your life. Maybe your children, if you've got children. How will it be different with your children, that new version of you? Is she feeling like she's got greater fitness so she can go and play football or something with the kids? You know, I mean, how is, how is the relationship with children different? So have a think about all the different areas of your life and how is this new version of you operating in that area of your life? Now, this is interesting because once you start to get Uh, an idea of what that future version of yourself is like. As I mentioned at the start, you can start to draw that wisdom down. When you get really clear in your mind about the types of clothes she wears, how she does her hair, how she does her makeup, what does she say, how does she act that's different, then if you hit a challenge, you hit a bump in the road on your weight loss journey, you can draw wisdom from that future you and think, what would she do in this situation? So maybe there's an invitation to go to a pizza restaurant and you decide to go along and there's pizza there and you're feeling like a bit of a challenge. You can draw on your future self and think, what would she do in this situation? Would she follow through with her plan and decide to go for something um, that's within what she's already decided works for her? Or would she say, oh, screw it, tonight I'm just going to have a night off. So you can really use this as a way of finding the wisdom from your future self, and your higher self. It can be really, really powerful. The next thing is having a think about what will happen in your life if this does not change. So this can be really um, 
interesting to surface. It can be really interesting to shine a light on this because in those moments where it feels quite challenging and you might be in quite an emotional state and you just want to eat to feel better, if you're really clear on if this doesn't change in one year, this will happen. And if this doesn't change in five years, then this is the result. And if this doesn't change in 10 years, then this is the result. So I'll give you an example of my my own. Um, when I was working on this and I was thinking, well, what's the impact if this doesn't change? For me, I was progressively going up in dress sizes. I was spending so much money on clothes that I didn't, I felt I didn't need to because I just kept changing size. Um, at my worst, I, I bought one item that was a size 20 and then I was like, I've really got to do something about this because for me personally, a size 20 was just a lot bigger than than my frame can actually handle. And I was getting sore joints, as I mentioned, I was getting fatigue. So for me, when I thought about the impact of if this didn't change, well, I've just bought a size 20 jumper. What's going to happen if this just keeps going? I'm going to be going up to a full wardrobe in a size 20, and then it's going to be 22, and then it's going to be 24. I don't want that because I know that I've got sore joints. So if this doesn't change, my sore joints are going to get worse. My fatigue might get worse. And in terms of a business, I know that I was finding that I was hiding a lot more in my business. You know, I didn't want to be visible um, in in social media or in networking groups. I didn't want to be visible because I was I felt so terrible about myself and I had this story in my mind that everyone else was looking at me and thinking the same thing as I was thinking in my head, which isn't really true, but that's the way I felt. And I knew that that was going to get worse. So in terms of my business, I knew that that wasn't going to serve me in terms of what I wanted to create. At the time as well, I was single and I'd tried to start dating quite a few times and I just really didn't have confidence. And I really knew that my weight was a big factor in that because every time I had to post a photo on an online dating forum, I was always so careful about how I posted it. And I was going through trying to find, you know, the, the photos that were the skinniest version of me. And I just knew that if if I didn't start feeling better in my body and, and feeling stronger and healthier, then I wasn't going to feel like uh, I wanted to continue dating. And I was really keen to to have a new relationship and, you know, to find love, basically. So for me, those were the big impacts if I didn't change. I knew that probably in a year's time, I would maybe be going into a tw- size 20, size 22 wardrobe. I knew that my sore joints were going to get worse. I was probably going to get weaker because I wouldn't be able to do as much yoga and I certainly wouldn't be able to do other exercise if I kept putting on weight. My business was uh, not going to be growing and I wouldn't have found love either. So when I got really clear on the impact of this didn't change, then I had so much motivation to change that. That's not to say that the challenges didn't happen and the fluctuations didn't happen. And sometimes I had times when, you know, I I overate, I ate things that I didn't intend to, that I didn't plan to. So I'd, I didn't follow through with my plan, but they were all learning curves and having this, um, you know, kind of clarity around what the impact was. If I didn't try and, and get back to the practices that I knew would work and take me towards that goal, then I may have just fallen off again and gone back into the yo-yo dieting cycle. So this is this can be really, really powerful on your journey. Okay, and another thing to think about 
is what could get in the way on this journey. So this is about really predicting where you might actually have a challenge and what you might do in that situation. So answer the question, what could get in your way? Are there any habits that you know could be problematic? Are there any behaviours, any social situations that have been a challenge in the past? Maybe you know that uh, work situations can be a bit of a challenge. Maybe you have meetings at work where they're ordering in sandwiches and and samosas and other foods that have been fried and, and maybe that's not part of your plan. So you know that being at work in, in those kind of situations could be a bit of a challenge. Maybe you travel a lot, whether it's for work or pleasure, and you know that you may not always have access to the foods that you would like to eat and that are on your plan. So have a think about what could get in the way. It might also be things around habitual um, kind of um, behaviors. So for instance, maybe on a Friday night, you come home and think, gosh, I've had a really busy week. I just deserve a few glasses of wine. And for you, your habit, which might be quite subconscious at the start or unconscious, I should say, maybe to uh, resort to food or drink to feel better when you come home on a Friday night, for example. Um, maybe at the end of the day, after looking after the kids and, and doing your work, you, you might be feeling really, really knackered. And all you want to do after dinner is just sit down and have whatever food you use as comfort. Maybe it's chocolate, maybe it's crisps. That might be one of your behaviors that's habitual. Maybe every time you get your period, you get terrible chocolate cravings. I mean, this was a big one for me. And actually, over the past two and a bit years, I've really noticed that behavior every single month. And I've also noticed the belief within me that, ah, oh, well, this is because of my hormones. Uh, that's why I'm craving chocolate. So my body needs more energy because I've got my period. So yes, I'm going to have some chocolate. So I definitely noticed that that was a habit. And it took quite a long time to recondition and change that. And it's really to be honest, it's only been in the past four or five months that I've really noticed that things have been very different um, around that time because that used to be one of the things that I'd notice is that I fluctuate up around the time of my period. And for a long time, I told myself the story, oh, it's because of my hormones and all women hold on to weight at this time and we all um, hold on to water. So that's normal. And yes, to a degree, of course, you know, we've got hormones you know, we might retain a bit more water and fluctuate up. But for me in that situation, I was also overeating chocolate and I didn't need to. So have a think about what habits you might have that might get in the way. What social situations, for example, work situations, maybe even um, situations in relationship. Are there family events? Are there people in your family that will often cook and maybe they'll cook in a way that isn't in alignment with what you want to do um, to achieve your weight loss? How are you going to handle that? So that can be a really, really good way to forward plan or maybe not forward plan, that's not the right word, but just to have a think about how you might handle that situation and just to have clarity that that could, up, could come up. The final thing I wanted to talk to you about is also have a think about negative consequences. And um, so this can be around really, really good for surfacing any limiting beliefs or sabotaging behaviors that you might have that are really unconscious um, that might come about because if you are in the the different size body that you want to get to, so let's just call it your right size body. I don't want to say necessarily skinny or slim because I think 
Um, those words can be quite loaded, like who's to say that skinny is healthy, but whatever is right for you, your right size body, let's just say you get there. Are there any negative consequences? Now, when I did this journaling exercise, when I was at the start of my weight loss journey, I recognized that I was terrified of getting too much attention from men. I just really, really did not want that. And so I realized that actually part of me holding on to weight was actually a bit of a protective mechanism against that. I also was really, really worried that I was going to fail again. So I'd lose weight and then I'd just put it all back on. And I'd done that so many times and I didn't want to do it again. So for me, I was sabotaging myself because I didn't want to fail again, which is kind of bonkers because I really wanted to get to my goal. Um, I recognized that I'd actually have to get out of my comfort zone and actually do more in my business because I had a desire to have a business and to be more visible. And yet it was kind of safe and kind of comfortable hanging back and hiding a little bit. So actually, if I was in my right size body, I'd have to get more visible. And that's something I'm still working on, to be honest. But it's good to know these things. So what is it for you? If you're in your right size body, what are the negative consequences? So this will really help you to understand your limiting beliefs. And you can repeat this exercise because chances are, as you go on your weight loss journey and you reach different goals, you'll probably find that this will change for you. You might just get some new insights because you've come to a different place. Your behaviors have changed. You might find that your goals slightly change, that the version of you in the future is slightly different. And it's really good to revisit this. So definitely I would encourage you to, to make some time at some point to really sit down and dig into this, really understand why is this important to you and what is your future self going to be like and what could get in, in your way so that you know what might come up on your journey. So I hope that's been helpful uh, for you. I'm going to post uh, a little worksheet uh, underneath this so you can sign up to my mailing list if you want to receive that and you'll get a little PDF. And it's going to um, have all of these questions laid out so that you can just grab your journal, go through the questions when you've got a little bit of time and just draft and, and see what comes up. I'd love to hear from you to let me know what comes up for you. So what is your goal and what do you want to get to and why do you want to get that? So you can comment on the blog on my website. So the address is kerrydwilliams.com forward slash number two. Uh, and that is number two for this podcast episode. And pop your comment there or send me an email on my website. And I would love to hear from you. All right. So until next week, have a great week and I'll speak to you soon.